tonight on Rogue Padron. Then the screaming started. This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six, standing by. Rogue Seven, standing by. Rogue Nine, standing by. Rogue Three, standing by. listeners welcome to <laughs> season 25 mission 10 episode 195 of rogue padron tonight we are fucking finally <laughs> finishing to princess to scoundrel by beth revis which has been a fun book but it's just a really long book um and we've never had 10 episodes about a single book uh before yeah, I wasn't I probably, allowed to do that. I should probably start this book. <laughs> you might. I mean, but also it's fine. Just, re- just read the wedding. Just enjoy the wedding. You can just, you listen, just enjoy the wedding. You can just listen to Rock Padron. I wasn't allowed to make the Alex Freed books chat like episodes this this long. I was allowed to make this season this long. I was banned from it. Yeah. <laughs> correct <laughs> i'm still pretty never... sure if we went for like runtime versus Hours, number of episodes yeah. we yeah, definitely but... surpassed especially oh yeah, like yeah yeah minutes we were actually on task talking about the thing mm-hmm. seriously mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah or, definitely or number of pages in the show notes yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah i will accept that those are some long ass show notes <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Shadow San, if you want to come back on the podcast, we have one specific question. We have a very specific question. (laughs) We have an extremely specific question that you only know if you come on. I'd love to see some actual statistics around our minutes spent on task broken down (laughs) by book. (laughs) We used to have a wiki that probably had a chart. I don't know if anyone keeps track of that. (laughs) Not anymore. Nope. (laughs) Uh, but before we jump into that, because it's been a little while, because it's December, y'all, uh, here's a quick reminder of our hosts. If Danny, Rogue Six, was a gift under $15 for your workplace's white elephant gift exchange, they would be- <laughs> I'd be me! <laughs> they, you're worth more don't, than $15. Don't sell yourself short. I'd yeah. pay like at least 25 25 Wow. That means a lot coming from you, Peg. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. American dollars? Yeah. <laughs> american dollars wow uh they would be a dog toy that they try to convince could work for dogs or kids but no one's really (laughs) buying that kid's explanation (laughs) wait do they can you not double up on them generally speaking they're like soft and have a squeaker why wouldn't kids love that or if there's like a chew (laughs) if it's for dental health (laughs) did you not (laughs) Just chew on rawhide growing up. 
Saf, did you chew on rawhide growing up? Some of the best meals I ever had were. <laughs> no, I chewed on I chewed on rocks actually. <laughs> the record, they were not rocks given to me by my parents. <laughs> they were rocks I found. <laughs> Heath Rock Three would be a coffee mug that has a slightly inappropriate joke that like only the two other extremely online young people in the office understand mm -hmm. and everybody else is just like oh so cheerful oh wow a mug yeah yeah, yeah. uh so if brooke seven would be a bunch of candy and then she just ends up picking the present for herself so she can have the candy <laughs> i've Oh, that I wonder yeah. who's this is. Oh, oh what some... the bag of Kit Kats? Wow, someone sure knows me. <laughs> yep, yeah. Like, like, at least somebody else thinks like me. There's that office episode. It's the first Christmas episode of The Office mm. where they do a white elephant, and uh, Kevin gets himself, but doesn't tell anybody, and gets himself a foot <laughs> massager. <laughs> Brilliant. That's Brilliant. amazing. Yeah. Ash, Rogue Nine, who could not join us today, uh, but they would be the gift that's been in the workplace white elephant exchange for like 10 years and just keeps getting passed around every year. But like, even if you want it, you can't keep it because of the tradition. Mm. But it's there. Yeah. It's a lemon squeezer and it's there. <laughs> <laughs> My family had this green mailbox that showed up at our white elephant exchange every yeah. year for at least a decade it has to like there's always that one sorry something yeah i love that and i'm meg rogue leader and i would be a star wars funko pop that i found in one of my cake to goodwill <laughs> boxes that has been waiting to go to goodwill for like four years and i definitely got it from a similar workplace event that i just don't work at anymore so i'm not worried about regifting it to the white elephant gift exchange oh that is a good way to get rid of the funko pops eh it's a great jobs. Yeah. It's a great way. Also, like if they're still in boxes and stuff, like Toys for Tots, like just yeah. Kobe. Um, right. I don't the... know. I I found the dog slash kid toy option to work well for Funko Pops too. I don't want to do that to my dog. You can't, you can't give a dog a Funko. Pop. <laughs> like I would never watch me. Those are, I don't know what's gonna happen to that vinyl in like ten years, babes. Oh, like, that vinyl's gonna be. I'm it's, so. I'm so ready for the vinyl to get fucked up. I'm for so like, ready for everyone's Funko collections to start getting sweetie. I'm so excited. They're gonna melt. They're gonna melt. Funko Pops is gonna be a great horror movie concept. There's gonna be so many funny photos in like ten years of someone's like wall of Funkos just melting, melting. inside so the ready. packages. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Yep. Like, you can't keep vinyl inside of a box. <laughs> oh, it's not good. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. If you're gonna click something, make sure it's something that will live like a long time. Yeah. Like coins. Only this is this is wisdom from staff, everyone. Only collect things that are alive. Yeah, only collect things that are alive. <laughs> like the souls <laughs> of your enemies. Anyways, I have a question about Star Wars. Oh. Um what do you think? Um Santa is going to bring to each of our favorite andor members uh cast members characters that's what it's called let's try that again what do you think 
Santa, do you know Santa Claus? This is a tradition I'm, that we have in I'm the aware States of where uh, an old it's guy Santa like Santa Claus actually because it's in space. It's <laughs> what? Santa Claus sounds so oh. dirty. Spandex <laughs> Claus. It's way Not too just close picturing... to. It's way too close to Spanka Claus. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. Now I'm just picturing old Ben Kenobi wearing spandex, no. like in a sleigh, being pulled by flying EOB across the oh Tatooine desert. Like anyway, a, like, what like is that guy going to bring each of our favorite Andor characters for Christmas this year? <laughs> well, my favorite Andor character... Don't do this to me. ...is... <laughs> my favorite Andor character ended up being... Um, uh, Brasso. Um, <laughs> mm. I feel and... like the internet didn't talk enough about how Brasso is kind of hot oh he's very hot. extremely hot okay. extremely hot yeah <laughs> Brasso's very like, hot. i was expecting way more brasso is hot discourse and i was expecting way more of anyone as hot discourse it wasn't it actually wasn't that much hot. but also very importantly brasso kicks someone in the chest during that fight scene which is the hottest move you can do in a fight scene is just <laughs> kick someone in the chest because you have to be thick enough like and big enough to like do it like it's my favorite a... my favorite thing was him headbutting a stormtrooper in the helmet and taking out the stormtrooper mm-hmm. delicious amazing. amazing delicious man. everything but anyway brass is my favorite um i hope spanta claus uh, <laughs> brings him uh like a really nice like bottle of liquor um because he just looks like he needs like a 60 year uh eight like barrel aged like bourbon um but also maybe just some peace and quiet like maybe just the the knowledge that he doesn't have to worry about cassian anymore that's what i would like to give him for christmas (laughs) peace and purpose no not purpose just Just peace peace you don't need purpose you've had purpose mm-hmm. yeah. you did it you accomplished yeah. it you threw a brick you... at a cop you're good um also fun fact santa claus is in that fight scene <laughs> yeah he is that's right <laughs> there's a man in red oh. big old man with a beard it's, like santa's yeah. there it's a christmas it's the andor christmas episode <laughs> santa also kicks someone in the I chest mean, yeah the the red outfit that he's wearing he kind of looks like a like a nutcracker or a tin soldier kind of deal I he also kicks him. I got so many kicks in the chest. Brasso, Santa, the time grappler. Like, oh, oh, oh God, love the time grappler. And Andor gave me everything. So A plus. <laughs> I hope everybody gets gifts except Cyril Karn. I hope he dies. <laughs> oh, that freak. <laughs> Fucking creep. Um, I hope that Santa brings the marching band um mm. some like what do marching band kids want? Like friends, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Got him. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, some new reads for the clarinet. Or yeah, the, that's the, the spleranet. Sp- cl- the <laughs> The, the sprumpet. You know my favorite the one is sploot. the scuba. The sploot. 
No, we're no, we gotta go. <laughs> the spoofodium. <laughs> we have a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. <laughs> Hi. See, I have three favorite characters, so I'm trying to decide. Problem is that two of them I can't think of anything for, so we're going for the third. Um, I would give this is so mean. <laughs> I would give Melshi a really nice, comfortable pair of boots. And socks. Also socks. Mm. I think I think he deserves those. <laughs> Maybe they could be rubber sold as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Santa is going to bring Mon Mothma a good divorce lawyer. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's time. It's so besides time. the obvious Noir event, who is the best divorce lawyer in the galaxy, do you think? What if? Okay, what what if over the season break, Cyril pivots into law? <laughs> Don't. Not no, a that, good divorce. That's the attorney. opposite of the answer. To Not my a question. good divorce attorney. <laughs> it's actually it's, it's the it's question. Cyril's mom. Who is the Cyril's, worst? It's Cyril's wig. mom. It's oh, Cyril's, Cyril's mom. mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. It's Cyril's He's mom. Absolutely a family law attorney. Yeah, like. yeah. yeah. It's Cyril's mom. Oh, I appreciate will... the existence of Cyril Karn because we now always have an answer to the question, who is the worst blank in Star Wars? And no matter what Cyril you put, Karn. the answer is Cyril Karn. It's Cyril, Cyril Karn. Like, the fucking worst. So bad that he makes, like, the fucking terrible ISV agent extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 What's <laughs> what's worse than a fucking incel? Nothing. <laughs> it's what Nothing. the answer is. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> God. Oh, boy. <laughs> <clears throat> um, also, I would get Kino Loy um, in inner tube. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> some floaties. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, wings. I would get B2 a cassette tape of just like the most, what's the happiest, most upbeat album you can think of? You got to know we're not the right audience. Yeah. Yeah, mm. you're asking the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, one, uh, the original Spice album by Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Pretty happy. Oh, it's bangers. enjoying Spice Girls. <laughs> I love B2 Emo. Okay. Well, happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> yeah. This, happy this holidays. Is, that is the extent of our holiday special for 2022. So hope you enjoyed <laughs> Yeah. See, what I want is I don't want to give Luthen a prison. I want him to give me. I don't want Luthen Santa to give Luthen a prison. I want Santa to give me the cape that he would give Luthen. Okay. Yeah. So Santa's yeah. gonna steal from Luthen and give to you. No. Santa's no. Santa's gonna, gonna just not give Luthen the prison that he would get and give it. Oh, to me. got it. And I feel like he'll just he'll be fine. He he won't be fine with it, but he'll be fine with it. You know. I mean, Luthen doesn't have to know. Luthen can. Luthen he has lightsaber labor lasers. He's fine. Luthen already assumes that he's on the naughty list. So yeah, that's true. That's it's true. Fine. Little does he know he's not. But he's however, not. but he I've stolen that is, from him. Right? I've stolen like, that from him. He might be. The, no, the criteria was always quite arbitrary. Yeah, I mean, like, and I think is Santa Claus lawful good? Because if so, then Luthen is definitely not on the good no, list. No, I think that is not lawful Santa, good. Santa's think, for the greater good. I think. Yeah, okay. yeah. Santa's not lawful good. Um, no, if Santa was lawful good, I think children would just be dying. Yeah, there are too many differences in culture <laughs> and like the fact that he serves the entire world. Like you can't be so strict with your definition of good and bad. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And he's like, Luke yeah, actually doing do like, good does work. He actually. adapt to each culture's definition of good and bad, do you think? He has to. But also to, yeah. it just can't be the culture. It has to be like the, you know, within context. A deeper morality. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, if you 
you know, sometimes you kill a dude and it's the right thing to do. So, yeah. Wow. I love that Santa Claus, like, is like supersedes our cultural bound. Like, that's the answer to world peace. Like, why haven't we pursued this? Santa Santa Claus is actually just the holiday um version of lady justice um, and in this essay i will he sees all he knows all knows all but like you know is, he doesn't see all he only sees when you're sleeping but he knows when you're awake right but those are two important distinctions yeah that's true <laughs> When you're awake, he knows about it, but he's not watching you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think you're asleep, I'm okay with that, eyes, though. I, think eyes eyes on the, I would prefer if he watches when I'm asleep and not when I'm awake. Yeah. When you're so, asleep, it's eyes on the prize. When again, you're awake, it's like, all right, I check again, back in when you're asleep. Again, I think Santa's doing this correctly. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, that's the official Rogue Potter stance on Santa Claus. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you for the question, Daddy. <laughs> very good happy holidays uh so chapter 55 han just keeps shooting uh because there's nothing else that he can really do so he's always up for killing as many stormtroopers as possible as he ah, i see the connective tissue here yeah he looks over at leia and is shocked to see that she's still uh because she was often doing things doing everything actually which okay beth all right yep, one coming last... for your throat chapter one to chapter <laughs> one, the end one last little punch in the gut there thank you um han sees leia mouth the word help and then all han can hear are the screams from harpooners and troopers alike something was coming that seems fine an edont it's an edont a surprisingly old and large one at that. The Edon's body was easily the twice the size of the Falcon, but its dozen, oh. but its dozens of gossamer filament-like tendrils extended three or four times that length, and the fluid way its entire body shifted in the water made it seem even larger than it really was. The Edont moved with a mixture of graceful flowing pulses and near comical clunkiness as its body drew closer, drew even closer. The back of it was solid and curved in an egg shape, but the front half flowed like Gwendowl underwater, sucking in water through a gaping black beaked maw in the center of its baggy front and ejecting that water through its vents in its solid back, propelling it forward. (laughs) So who could have guessed that was going to be a fucking jellyfish? It's amazing. It's I, like a it's like a hybrid between like a jellyfish, cuttlefish, like a giant yeah, squid. We were so sure it was gonna be a whale. I thought it was gonna be a fucking like fish, like a fish fish. Uh, but I love this. I thought okay. Beth did a really incredible job of like showing self-restraint and not like devolving into sort of like erotic fiction up until this point. And we got to this description and I'm like, oh. <laughs> it has a gaping uh-huh <laughs> it sure does and it's egg-shaped so <laughs> people don't know this Go but you're tendrils. actually only allowed to say the term gaping maw one time in pg-13 movie otherwise it bumps it up to r yeah yeah it's more than the rules. three more than three times it's nca 17 mm-hmm. so <laughs> gotta be careful with it anyway uh the tentacles are zapping droids and troopers and Zalma asks if Han and Leia were able to disable the last repulsor lift, but 
they didn't. Han looks around, half still paying attention to the Edont, and sees that there are way less members of the task force than before. He hopes it's because they're already retreated and not because they're all dead. Han, I got some news. Yeah, I got some bad news, buddy. Yeah, I got some bad news. The Edont moves with recognizable purpose, revealing a prehensile horn from its beak, <laughs> which it jams into oh, the Now she's throwing prehensile in here? My God, man. That's all horns. I just open the beak and a fucking horn just pew. I fucking love this. What a weird evolutionary choice, but okay. What is, if, if anybody <laughs> doubted, this book was somehow specifically made for me. <laughs> <laughs> we got to the EDOT chapter. Um, anyway, it has a prehensile horn. From its beak, which it jams into the repulsor lift, ripping it away completely. It then uses its tendrils to form together six long tentacles to wrap around the station. And then the Edomp pulls. Um, Hanleya Zalma and Balangawa watch as the Edomp pulls it further and further into the dark depths. It's weird that the core laser hasn't gone off, but like, whatever, that's probably not important right now. Um, and then soon there's nothing left but calm water, the currents washing away the battle. Far, far beneath them, a burst of red light filtered through the murky depths. The core blaster housing must have cracked, the plasma ray melting down. The red light illuminated the deepest parts of the ocean, burning and bright and beautiful in its destruction, like fire blossoming beneath the water. This sounds bad, right? Like, that's a bad thing to have happen. That seems like a bad thing, yeah. You don't it's really a bad want thing. a big explosion down there. And it's also not supposed to be warm. That's the cold part of the ocean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? There's not supposed yeah, to be gonna... light. There's not supposed to be heat. It's There's... like climate change, but faster. Oh, so fast. <laughs> Maybe stop drilling. Um, to be fair, that's what they try to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Leia turns to smile at Han, finally, like, out of her force uh trans and han can't mask his emotion this time nor his questions or fears so that's fun like, for him i feel like that's fair uh my favorite part is that he doesn't address that at all later <laughs> of course of course a lot of stuff to worry about yeah um, up on solid ice, everyone is celebrating. Turns out Jens had led a ground attack after the spaceport was destroyed. My boy. Took, yeah, Jens is really pulling his weight. Um, they took care of all of the imps in the palace and the floating docks. The troopers have been arrested, but Jens doesn't know what to do with them. Thankfully, Leia tells him he just needs to make sure they secured, they're secure and then the Alliance ships are on their way and they'll take care of it. This entire ordeal has made Jens both more wary and more open to Medora's participation in galactic politics. <laughs> what a mood. Yeah, like, oh, God. On the one <laughs> like, hand, we are being repressed and oppressed by this imperial <laughs> machine for years and years and years. On the other hand, just gestures vaguely to whatever the hell hot and late in the last 36 hours. Is happening in the <laughs> background. Yeah, like, uh... <laughs> Yikes. I just I if just really like art. <laughs> I'm just here. I just want like art. If this is what happens every time you come here, like I don't know about that. I don't know if I want y'all to come here. <laughs> but on the other hand, maybe there's cool art out in the galaxy that I could yeah. go see. Or then more people get to see our art. Yeah. 
and maybe people are actually here for the art leia (laughs) (laughs) art just liar no one goes to art art museum leia knows better no one's here for the art art students are they're here for the gaping maw I'm here for the gaping maw. Oh, that's three times. Oh no! <laughs> Fuck. All right, let me go into the city. This is now NC17. This is now an explicit rating on this episode. An explicit rating on iTunes. <laughs> oh boy, Zelmo rushes over to Han Lan Yen's with a message from Captain Daddy. We get sidetracked for a little bit because Yen's asked if an Edon really attacked the station. And Balangawa and the other fishers who are down there are already retelling the harrowing tale, even more exaggerated than before. He can't wait to see the yacht of that. It's going to be banging art of that for sure. Uh, uh Uh-oh, the good times don't last (laughs) because an ice quake shakes them. Zama confirms that although the station is gone, the damage to the core has been done and actually worse. And apparently part of the station was a shuttle and it broke away to safety during the combat. Lei and Han exchange a look and realize that that's what the unfamiliar vibrations were, not the laser cannon. All of the higher ups had left their underlings to fight and die. Han doesn't think Beck had left the shuttle so early, but if she did, it's because she got an order from someone pretty high up the chain of command. Did the emperor name name an heir? Who is pulling the strings? Does he have three eyes? <laughs> Where's well, the third to, eye? I was about to direct people to Alphabet Squadron, but no, actually, this is a much better C also. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard about Trioculus? <laughs> uh, Zalma says that once the shuttle has entered orbit, the Halcyon engaged it uh, since it was only a rogue shuttle and not like a full space station. Jens offers his private shuttle that stashed the palace to Han. Han and Zalma try... Han tells Zalma to get me up there. Hell yeah. Han in space. Han has, uh, nope. Zalma asks Leia to organize the evacuation. As soon as they take care of the hostile shuttle, the Halcyon will lo- send down launch pods. Of course she'll do it. Like she was going to say no. And she watches Zalma and Han rush toward the palace and she tries to stop any tears from forming. She won't be able to save the world, but she can save the people. And that has to be enough. It's not. Captain Daddy is doing his best to prevent the shuttle from jumping into hyperspace, but it's heavily armed and also quick. Zelma and Han get on board and Han takes over a defensive cannon from Lix, which remember her? We played poker to get Sabak together. And uh, while she and Zalma go to engineering to try to soup up the tractor beam. They don't want to destroy the shuttle. They I can see where to- that's going. Yeah. Uh, they need to this is be fine. able to interrogate Beck when the Alliance arrives. The shuttle ends up dropping back and underneath the Halcyon, trying to outmaneuver it, but then Han has an idea. He pushes Captain Daddy aside and pilots the Halcyon to dip down and literally just smack the shuttle with its <laughs> body. <laughs> yeah just body it's like, it it's like a radis with the hammerhead corvette idea except instead of like we're gonna we're gonna plow the shuttle out of the way it's just like a, an arm is gonna reach out and slap it across the face yeah like it, it feels really <laughs> insulting <laughs> which i like because it's the imperials but also like ouch like my pride would be really hurt if i was an imperial <laughs> at that point uh let's see it's enough that like the shuttle misses its hyperspace window but that tro- 
that trick won't work again, but that's okay because there are A-Wings. Oh, yay, A-Wings. Shara Bay in green group to the rescue. We love Shara Bay. It only takes a few moments before the shuttle is disabled, boarded, and prisoners are secured. Beck is among them, and Shara says that Han is very popular. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Captain Daddy has had enough of Han stealing his bridge, so he is routinely pushed out. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. You got, fine, you got to fly the Halcyon. Get out. Thanks for saving us. But also (laughs) putting us in this problem in the first place. Yeah. Don't think I haven't forgotten that it was your wife's bullshit that got us to change our course. <laughs> oh, God. Now that that's out of the way, Zama calls up the bridge because they need to talk about Madors. Yes, Captain Daddy will send pods and evacuate everybody, but that will take time and multiple trips. The core is very unstable, and the ice quakes could break apart the surface at any time. Kalad has a solution. Use the tractor beam. They could push (laughs) the core back together to stabilize it because a tractor beam can't just push. I mean, can't just pull. It can also push. (laughs) It wouldn't work on a terrestrial world, but a water world would be able to handle the impact from such a feat. Claude truly believes that this will work. It's just that he'll have to dismantle some parts of the Halcyon's tractor beam to do it, which is fine with Captain Daddy because it's Imperial and he doesn't want it on the ship anyway. Kalad's plan is using his patented thermal oscillator installed into the core of the moon, which will lock its gravity and stabilize the planet using the Imperial tractor beam on the Halcyon, blah, 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 and the carnium plates on Medoras. Captain Daddy and Jens are willing to, like, do whatever to have Kalad make this happen. Uh, Zalma offers to stay on Medoras to oversee the project and make sure it works over a long period of time. Captain Daddy is sad about this, but Zalma has been missing the water and has already been thinking about returning to Glee Anselm, which is a place we were supposed to know about, That's I guess. a real place. I mean, I know Glee Anselm. What is that? It's a place they've mentioned it in the prequels, I'm pretty sure. You gotta know, I don't. <laughs> All I could think of is the uh, ABC television Yeah, it's the home musical world of the Northlands. Oh, so it's their home world. Okay, it's the home Yeah, world. yeah. That's fine. That makes sense. Okay. I was like, I think one of the prequel Jedi came from there. Like, yeah, I would no, yeah. think that it would be, but also I don't know because they really just said it like we're all supposed to know what it is. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I, I have now decided that Dautilin culture includes breaking out into song and dance every five to ten don't, minutes. Don't bring Lee into this. Don't. Uh, no, it's done. It's, no, it's, don't it, do it. Yeah, I you're bet. Kit Fisto, those don't, abs. Don't. That's why he left. That's, That's why he left. Yeah, he, he defects. He's like, oh, he... Jedi Order, please. <laughs> Do they sing? No. Never. Great. Oh, but can you out. imagine? No. No. <laughs> Don't do this to me, too. God. Kalad uh... <laughs> uh, names an outrageous price for his fee for doing all this because he had a buyer on Madors. Uh, Yens absolutely can't afford it. But Leia says the New Republic will pay for it as a gesture of goodwill because that's the function of a good government. To give aid when it is needed and to prepare for when it's not. Oh, boy. Yikes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oof. Leia suggests that Madoras could become a regular stop on the Halcyon's cruise to showcase how the Empire has damaged worlds and how people are now trying to repair them. 
And also maybe to see some art. Maybe to see some art, Leia. <laughs> God. Come on, Leia. <laughs> Throw you into fucking bone. The art. <laughs> uh, when Kalad asks if he should just build a government then, Leia says that the Republic won't make a deal with a private individual, but will work with a contract with Jens and Zama as representatives of the business venture. She offers a much lower amount to Kalad, who almost objects until Han rumbles some threats into his ear. He agrees and says that that was more than the original offer on Sinjax anyway. Fuck off. Uh, Leia's like, no, I get why Han wanted to throw him out the airlock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're right. Han was right. Han was right. Um, Chapter 59. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I stopped doing show notes about right here, listeners. (laughs) You sure did. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, uh, Han kisses Leia while she's on a video call with Mon Mothma. <laughs> uh, Mon is unimpressed. <laughs> uh, everything is actually working with the planet. Everything is good. And they can bring the people of Medoras back on land. So great. Um, nice. It'll take like a year for everything to be done and stabilized and uh, for the project to be completed. But hey, that's okay. Uh, Han and Leia then return to the Halcyon and make out in front of D three hundred six. Sorry, D three hundred nine. They gotta stop doing that. Just let, so, the, let the poor think, fucking droid live. I think they're learning about themselves in a very particular way <laughs> during this honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, making everyone else uncomfortable while they're at it. They love to make out in front of other people, which is fine, but consent is very important. Han and Leia. Uh, Chapter 60, um, <laughs> Leia is thinking about, Han goes and gets food, and Leia is just thinking about everything that happened, and most importantly, she thinks, if there was one thing Medoras had taught her, it was the power of art to exist even in the <laughs> darkest times, to silently stand in opposition to the destroyers. Art was a form of rebellion. <laughs> you didn't learn that, Leia, you're full of shit. You, you didn't learn that. All that. You don't give a shit about art. <laughs> I bet Yin said that to you as you left and you stole that. Yes. She's gonna Fuck put it, she's gonna put it in her memoir and Yen's gonna be like, what the fuck? She's she like any high art. school student that just got back from a mandatory field trip to the art museum, like writing their essay where they're like, Yes, on this field trip, I learned how to appreciate art. Art is very good. I like it, it now. Has the power to exist even the darkest of times. <laughs> To silently stand in opposition to the destroyers. <laughs> Art just, is a form of rebellion. Leia, you just like that shit at all. It is. And like, yeah, I but really... such a funny thesis to end up with when Leia just spent the entire book ignoring Art. Yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah, I sincerely believe that, but also Leia, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, she also has decided that she's going to talk to Luke because she realized that she realized that when the force didn't work for her it was because she was trying to control it and control things outside of herself rather than trying to get in touch with the force that's inside of her and she wants to do this in a way where she doesn't feel like she's going to be like Darth Vader um and in chapter 61 the last chapter uh Leia has to make one more work call Jesus. <laughs> and, and then she'll pay attention to Han uh which we'll see um and then han got leia we've all heard that one before han got leia a ring from the crew's 
jewelry shop. Um, <laughs> uh, it's actually a very tender emotional moment. Um, it has two stones, one for each of them. The gold band symbolizes the amber that their Ewoks rings were. Uh, but this time it won't break. And we also find out that Han has also lost his ring. Um, and he didn't notice that Lei had lost hers until he saw that she was sad and then figured it out. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so Han's, Han's just a good husband again. He's just a um, good boy. But Han tells her that while they're on their honeymoon, she's having Chewie make modifications to the Falcon, like cleaning it, which is apparently a modification. <laughs> um, and then also at a kitchen. <laughs> Which Leia laughs in his face for like 10 minutes straight because do you think Princess General Leia Organa has ever cooked a meal in her fucking life? <laughs> Are you fucking for real on Solo? She'd look at a packet of ramen noodles and be like, I, do I, I don't know. put this? I take the plastic off first here. And she just like puts the package in the microwave. There's no water. She just puts it in the microwave. She just puts it in there and hopes for the base. No, I think I'm um, cleaning. first have to ask which appliance was the microwave right, she has no <laughs> fucking idea every single one of the millennium falcons like mechanical issues for the next 30 years is explained by leia in a kitchen yeah they're like leia tried to cook leia tried to cook she tried to make ramen with a dishwasher well, enough said. and it didn't happen it, and that's not there's noodles happened. everywhere yeah and leia's like <laughs> the physics works <laughs> and they're like but, yeah but you can't try and fill the entire thing with noodles you can't fill the whole thing with noodles you like, still put soap in there <laughs> why is this soap <laughs> mixed with the sauce ramen? um <laughs> so yeah and then they all lived happily ever after they sure did cue, Nothing cue the star wars again. the force awakens theme music yeah, nothing bad ever happened to them ever Nothing again. bad ever happened. They had no children. <laughs> Not in any universe that they have any children. No. That would have actually solved so many problems in every oh, universe. Yeah, if none of them the had next... ever had kids. Yeah, the galaxy really just gets into shit because of the Skywalker like family line. Yeah. Consistently. See, yeah. this is this makes that's why the galaxy sense. was so excited when like fucking Leia died. I was like, we're free, and then Ray's like, I'm a Skywalker now. God, uh, this makes a lot of sense. Why on Padme's ship, the same button did like did multiple things because yeah. she's not going to figure it out. She just needs the button to do the thing. That girl, so all she does to do like, is plug her dress into one outlet, and then yeah. Push yeah. the buttons on. Yeah. Push on top the, of like, you know, being one queen and everything and having like her handmaidens and everything. She's also way too busy to fucking cook. Yeah. Girl's got to run a planet. She's got to run a whole planet. What are you doing? You don't cook food when you're running a whole planet. Somebody cooks that for you. Yes. Oh, you put it in a microwave and to know how a microwave works. No. <laughs> you know, the other day I, I spent 10 minutes trying to heat up a bowl of chili in the microwave and i was like this should be done in three minutes this is fucked up i should realize somebody had accidentally turned down the power to low um but i was just like every time it came out and it was still cold i was like what is physics doing to me nothing that's user rare. did i break <laughs> physics what's happening it's fully user error. <laughs> fully user error. i forgot you could do that with microwaves yeah um, that's fair that's fair because who the fuck messes with the power level on a microwave? yeah i like me. never do even if i'm supposed to yeah. What defrost setting? Never heard of that. Did you know there's a popcorn setting? 
Yeah, but it usually sucks. I know. I I like why is that when you can just press the normal button and listen to your popcorn? <laughs> I don't for lazy people, I don't know. Hopeful people. Yeah. I I've, use I've never button. once had the popcorn button like actually pop my popcorn. Oh. I don't, does, I, does it work I for have, you? It does. It does. Oh, okay, that's like the okay. We found the use now. case where it works. Yeah, yeah. But, it but works like me. it's fancier because it's not just like one button. You can put in like how big the bag of popcorn is, which I think oh, makes shit. a difference. And like it has, it starts with like a higher power and then goes into a lower power. So like it doesn't need that much time, and so like it it works. Wow, uh, this technology is, is incredible. Yeah, it truly is. So thanks for this microwave that Maya and other people crowdfunded and then bought for me and then shipped to me when I moved into my new apartment and then immediately broke my arm. So, <laughs> yep, yep, makes sense. Good plan. Great popcorn savings. <laughs> Speaking of popcorn shrimp. Could do some listener questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last month <laughs> <laughs> no oh, no don't call us out like this <laughs> oh, no. last zodiac sign we asked you <laughs> come up with a star wars fish must have a silly name x-wings in history said i'd like to wait see i have mine oh yeah go uh i went through all the animal crossing fish to try and figure out which one would be the funniest name if you added SP to the beginning. And I got Spores Mackerel. Oh my god, Spores Mackerel. Just a fish wearing a horse mask. That's good. I loved Mackerel, number one. Um, I like that you said Animal Crossing fish as if those fish only exist in Animal Crossing <laughs> and aren't real fish. Um, and my answer would be a long crab. Oh, I love that. It's just mm. a long crab. I oh, said long crab, crab, and that just completely obliterated what mine was. Hang Should on. it be called a long crab? No. No, it's mm. just a long crab. And people are like, oh, do you mean a lobster? And it's like, no, Mm-mm. it's no. a long crab. Yeah. Long crab. Uh, mine is a, a trigger fish. <laughs> you look at it, it looks kind of like a blaster. Someone threw. Oh, Someone that's this I thought it was going to just say something that was going to get me very anxious and emotional. <laughs> I mean, it also does that. Yeah. But it looks like a gun. It looks if like a gun, <laughs> but when you hear it, like when you catch remember the that fish, time in sixth grade when you got picked last in gym class? Yeah, when you like catch which one the fish, fish? Narrow it down for me. And you pull it out of the water, and it's like the JFK assassination was a hoax. And then, like, you and then you just jelly put it back in the water. Yeah, <laughs> you pull it out. It's like, are you sure about that shirt? Are you get out of here, fish? <laughs> oh, is that a new haircut? <laughs> Ooh, I hate this fish a lot. Yeah, it's a trigger <laughs> fish. <laughs> I thought everyone was gonna hate it because it looked like a gun, but everyone was like, that's cute. Yeah, we're like, yay! Gun fish. <laughs> a gunfish that also insults you. <laughs> Insulting is the problem. <laughs> the most egregious part of the fish is not that it's a gun. No, we don't care. Because <laughs> it's not actually a gun. No, it's not actually a gun. I can't shoot shit. This is I why mean, we need it more. It shoots water out of its mouth, but you know. This is why we need more fish control legislation in this country. No rules. I mean, I think, ecologically, probably. <laughs> I think mine would be a Kiati Mundial. And it's oh my God. an eel. <laughs> <That> is, <laughs> Kiati Mundi said, 
and just really long Keel Addie Mundy was right there I don't know I like Keel Addie Mundy honestly <laughs> that's horrific I hate that <laughs> and it's just like You're as welcome. if he wasn't a phallic enough Star Wars character <laughs> take the most pita shaped thing in Star Wars and make it more pita shaped <laughs> Like the 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 ridges, the yeah. forehead ridges. No. Oh, it'd be, it would be horrific. Oh. It'd be horrific. Is he also oh. electric? <laughs> yeah, of course. Heath, Heath, I can't believe you created an eel that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I love eels. And truly, fucking masterpiece right there. To be fair, combine Kiedi Bundy with anything that I like, and it almost certainly becomes something that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. really. Yeah. Also, just Kiedi Bundy. You don't really like him. <laughs> yeah, not a fan of him. Oh boy. Okay. Yikes. Um, X Wings in History said, "I'd like to see a zinge fish. It would be a normal catfish, but with a shitty waxed mustache." <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that too. The little barbell, the little bear bells. Mm-hmm. Is... Oh god, I want to see that. That's really cute. That'd be cute. I was like, "What the fuck's a zinge?" And I'm like, "Oh right, Gabor." <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had that oh. moment as well. There's <laughs> also guy, a, Gabor a Gabor fish. fish. <laughs> they taste a lot better than the zinge fish. They taste a lot better, but they look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, just they're just a lot more accessible to the yeah. fans, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay said, "I know a starfish." Oh, what do you mean that's already a thing? Okay, fine. How about instead of a clownfish, it's a lore fish because because Kiritan lore is a clown. Yay! Also, oh no, I just realized Kiritan lore and Cyril Karen Karn would probably be best friends. They would be best friends. Oh. It's horrible. He would be like Cyril would be like, please be my mentor. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and Laura would be so proud to be because he's like look at this person finally appreciating me like I deserve to be appreciated right, oh, look horrible. at this smart resort write this fanfic he's got a strong future ahead of him uh, I'm gonna write this fanfic and it's gonna be the worst hey Grandma Tarkin can you please death star both of these dudes like you did <laughs> I'd really appreciate it thank you <laughs> when I was watching Rogue One with Damon and they shoot the they shoot the Death Star. Damon was like, they missed. I was like, no, they hit Krennic. <laughs> he did not miss. No. He did not miss. Do you miss. think Tarkin got a lot of requests to Death Star people <laughs> oh, that were enemies, like personal I mean, you know, enemies? Over the course of like the 45 minutes between which <laughs> yeah, Death yeah, Star and Krennic and then oh, himself up. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. His would... inbox was full. Yeah, he got like, a lot of lot of Oh hey, I see this is I see this is working. Uh <laughs> I have one request. Yeah, like if I was if I was there and I saw that happen, I would immediately send an email and be like, "Dear Grandma Version, at your earliest could be congratulations on your huge success. Congratulations <laughs> on your huge success of the Death Star. Emphasize your yeah, yeah. You are brilliant, and I'm so glad to serve under your command. Also, there's this little bitch that I <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for, if you're looking for another place to test. Yeah. I know a great planet that has my nemesis on it. <laughs> no worries if not. 17 exclamation points. Nope, yeah. maybe 15. Mm. Yeah. 12? Yeah. Smiley, 12 face. smiley face. Smiley face. Well, maybe face. not smiley face. Uh, it seems a bit aggressive. Uh, a aggressive. Piece. Uh, no. Uh, warm regards. <laughs> warm regards in parentheses. Yeah. No worries if not. Let me know if you have any questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have a nice weekend. <laughs>
congratulations on your achievement (laughs) danny listener not host said my star wars fish would be the cuttlefish essentially a cuddly cuttlefish that's cute i like that they already are but cuddlier and finally they suffocate from not having being able to breathe if you try to cuddle with them no i'm gonna be currently okay all right yeah i will die (laughs) <laughs> time for the cuttlefish cuddles finally dylan said my favorite real life fish name is the sarcastic fringe head so i think star wars should have a fish called the facetious lace butt oh my god that's really good it's so <laughs> clever lace but butt. also i hate it <laughs> i can't imagine how it would look too big old like i'll look up this fucking sarcastic fringe head also, my fish, uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> that is a great, that looks like something from Star Wars. Is that real? Oh, That's yeah. real. Yeah. Okay. Um, my fish was based on a fish that would harass me in New Caledonia. What? Um, <laughs> the Picasso trigger fish. Oh. Those little fucking guys. Just triggering Picasso. Yeah. Fuck and also you, me. Also me when I'm just trying to snorkel in the coral reef. Well, they come at you full speed. They listen, don't pick, but they come at you full speed. You are in their house. It's true, I am. You are in their house right now. They're allowed. <laughs> They're gonna get you. They're gonna come. They to are. You. Oh yeah, one of these guys was on Blue Planet. Oh yeah, I've watched Blue Planet a lot of times. Um, Odie's for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the holiday season. Yeah. I'm feeling generous. Their bodies. You, you get a glistening pets. version of the fish that you told us about. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Custom yeah. made. Mm-hmm. I love that. I mean, Danny's um, the real winner here now, though. Yeah, because Jay ended up with a carn fish. <laughs> Not great. I ended up with a fish that insults me. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Keith ended um, up with an excellent dog slash child toy. I got a long crab. <laughs> you got a long crab. You're winning. I got a long crab, baby. Oh my god. Uh, this week we're asking you pick a Star Wars character and tell us what Santa Claus is bringing them for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a really good question. Danny. It's a really good question. <laughs> Still got it. All thanks to Danny for that question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right listeners you can hit us up on twitter i was like i was about to be like wait we need to announce that we already fucking did, we did. Um, yeah. <laughs> hit us up on twitter with your answer this week's glister question this month i don't know who the fuck knows this glister question it's just it's there it's there or, or discord if you're in it um our email is rogueproject.com nope that's our <laughs> website <laughs> this, this month is killing me <laughs> all right let me do this again yeah because these usually go so smoothly <laughs> sometimes they do <laughs> okay our email is workpodron at gmail.com our website is workpodron.com you can subscribe to our patreon at patreon.com slash where you can find a number of benefits including a discord channel that you can join server uh which is amazing because we are also there are there and- any benefits We've got other benefits. I don't remember what they are. I never look at Do it. Do we deliver them? <laughs> don't say that live. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
Are you making notes on what to edit out of this? Because <laughs> it should be that. <laughs> Subscribe um, to our Patreon. Benefits. I guess. TV? Benefits include giving us money and <laughs> supporting you your yeah. favorite podcast. Clearly honestly. we need it. Listen to us. <laughs> we need a lot of help is all I'm saying. <laughs> we need a lot of help. Uh, you can subscribe and listen to us on your favorite podcatcher. Please leave us a review on iTunes or uh, Spotify. If you feel so inclined, um, it would be a nice Christmas gift to all of us. Thank you. Thanks. You can be our Spanta. No, nope. yeah, you can be our Spanta. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome for that one. Yeah. There's that sound bite that you wanted. Um, next time, who the fuck knows? We don't know. Um, because did you know 2023 is in like three weeks? Less than three weeks. What the fuck? feels bad man it feels bad like it'll it. be even yeah. closer by the time this episode release maya don't look at me like that that is, <laughs> that is how the inevitable march of time does work isn't it it is really closer now than it was when we first started I, talking about this my god listen i'm not prepared i don't have plans <laughs> i'm not to plan yet too busy living life uh so we'll tell you when as you can see we learned a lot from this book <laughs> As we conclude our read-through of The Princess and the Scoundrel, because we've taken a lot of life lessons from this book. <laughs> I got stuff to do. I got some stuff to do, okay? I got a lot of things to do. Me and Leia, we got well, stuff to do. <laughs> at least we appreciate art now. I've always appreciated art. Okay, yes. So we'll let you know when we know. Um, but until then, everyone stay safe and healthy and generous and watch Muppet Christmas Carol uh, because now on Disney Plus it has the full version that has When Love Is Gone back added back into the movie which you're going to appreciate more as an adult. Um, so with yeah, that- if, if you're going to give Disney is... the money for the subscription, at least give the clicks to the good quality content. Nonstop watch Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Uh, In fact, if you want to be a good citizen this year, you should probably just leave it running 24-7. Okay, but that was my plan for like Christmas week. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm not that. being a facetious smugfish here. You seem like you're being a facetious <laughs> smugfish here. <laughs> I don't know if I would pay $25 for you anymore. <laughs> oh, no. my, my values are reduced. <laughs> Ooh, like NFTs over here. Right, so fast. So fast. would it would it help or hurt your self esteem if you could just log onto the internet anytime and find a graph that tells you exactly how much you're actually what you're worth? worth. I think mean, you could it only hurt people. Uh, I, don't I mean, know. can I do that with the billionaires? Only and, harm. Only and harm. Isn't that the same that. as follower count? Like, don't. don't no. Yeah. I don't tie my worth to my. Oh, am I supposed to be? Yeah. Oh, I don't. No, you're not supposed to be. That's the thing. That's why that's the joke. You're not supposed to be. It doesn't fucking matter. Your worth is not a number that's determined by X, Y, or Z. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy New Year. See you next year. This is Spo, Spo, Spo. Nope. This is Rook Hundred signing off. Cash out. Found a great deal on Danny on eBay. Pew <laughs> 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 <laughs>
out. On Spasher, on Spencer, on Sprancer and Spixen. <laughs> on Spama on and Stupid. <laughs> and Spotter and Spitzen. Spitzen? Mm-mm-mm. Spitzen's the best one. No. Spitzen is the best one, yeah. Best. <laughs> Big old quotation marks around the word best. <laughs> oh, happy holidays, everyone. Merry happy Christmas. Holidays.